So my main verse, I heard this other day from, he is some kind of like singer, husband to a got girl um, that I met, on, not met, listened to on Sadie Robinson's podcast. And it like stuck to me for the past month. And I was like, I love it so much. But it's John 3.30. And it all it is, is he must become greater and I must become less. So basically, he kind of talked about how like we need to increase God in our lives and decrease the selfishness and like the other things that we put above him. Um, and so like my first question for us to like talk about is like where in our lives do we lessen God's presence? And I feel like for me, um, there were certain people um, like old friends from school, things like that, that I'd often almost not talk about God or try to keep God out of the conversations that should be a part of something and kind of letting that happen. So I feel like friendships where I know he's not as welcomed, I lessen his importance and put other things over it. So I feel like that's something huge. Um, I also recently used to put a, a, a human and not really maybe an obsession over God and made sure that that person was happy over kind of like deferring my time to God as over than myself. But where in your guys's lives do you see that you lessen God's presence in your life? I like to fixate on things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like we're similar in that way. And uh, so it can go through phases with different things, whether it's something that's going on with dance or a, a relationship with the person. And I think it just comes and goes in waves. But unfortunately, it's so easy to get wrapped up in something else where that can make me feel like God's presence is less in my life because I'm not pursuing him as much because I'm putting my focus in other things. Yeah. Do you want me to answer? Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think that I will speak for myself as well as my family at times is that we seem to be all gung-ho when we sit in church on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday afternoons or evenings. And then it could be as soon as we leave the parking lot that our focus has left or you know, any other time that we may feel like, okay, well, they may not be as churchy as we are. So we need not to be as Christian as we should be. And so we lessen the importance of being, holding our morals, holding our love for God and all of that to a higher standard and just kind of, in a sense, stoop to their level rather than saying, hey, you know, maybe trying to encourage them through the word of God and stuff like that. So yeah, that's where I get money. Yeah, I like both those. And I feel like a lot of the times, like kind of like both of what you're saying, I also wrote this down is like, this verse makes me think of the old phrase, like less is more, like less fixating on focusing on the outside world and just kind of being still and present is honestly the probably one of the easiest ways that I have lately felt becoming God's making him greater. That's if I... I'm a less spend less time like in the car fixating on things. I just sit. Sometimes I pause the music because sometimes listening to music can make you fixate on things. 
I found out less is more in relationships in your life, less relationships that I'm trying to manage and fix. And as I say the words, try to manage and fix them. It's been helpful. I have a smaller circle of humans and I've been a lot more present in God. And so I feel like that's been helped. So kind of like the fixations, the other things in our lives, like literally just kind of going down to it and less is more like, I know like often we have all these things in our lives, but when you have so many things in your life, you forget God. So literally crack down to what you need, what makes you happy. And if it doesn't make you happy, toss it because it's less things you have to worry about. Less is more. Okay. So with that, I always, this is kind of, this is when it kind of gets into my um ideology of things. So the next verse I have is 1 Corinthians 3, 7. It is, so neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but God who causes growth. So can you put this up like on chat or something? So I, this I know I thought about that, but then I didn't do it. Oh, there's Kelsey. Yeah, I know. I thought about how I can put it in the chat. Okay. So it's first Corinthians. What? Um, three, seven. Okay. So, or can you read it again one more time, really slow? I can read it one more time. So, neither the one who plants, hold on. Nor the one who wants, nor the one who waters is anything. And then, but God who causes growth. Hi, Kels. So we just talked about um, John 3.30 is kind of like my main verse. And it's literally, um, he must become greater and I must become less. And kind of talked about how, honestly, like less is more in life. Even that is less toxic relationships, less putting activities and different things over our like happiness and just being able to focus on God, God, rather than lessening his importance to do those things. Um, and then now I just told them the second, the next verse I'm kind of going into is first Corinthians three, seven, and that's neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but who, but God who causes growth. So basically that's saying like, you can plant your seeds, you can water it, you can do all these things, you can worry, you can fix things and you can do all this. You can say, I'm going to do all of this to make this happen, blah, blah, blah. Um, but no matter what that is, is that God already has your plan picked out. So no matter how many times I, for me, like I've done audition videos, you know how many times I've went to a cruise audition, you know how many times I've done this. I can water and I can plant all those dreams and goals and ideas. But if God does not have that in my pathway, he's not going to let that plant grow. And I think that's something that like I was trying to make myself feel greater and make myself feel important that I wasn't 
letting him take care of me, letting him take care of those goals. So they weren't working out. And I was just getting more mad at God in those ways. So that's something huge for me. But where do you guys feel like you need to try and let, um, like, is there been a time or is there like something you can think of? Like there was this time I was planting these seeds. I was trying to water this and going, going, going. But God was literally just, my plant kept dying. Nothing was happening because obviously God did not want that to happen for you. Anybody? All your cute little smiles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm the old lady here. So mine would be many times with my children, whether it's them being successful, that I've got to learn that no matter how much myself or you girls would try to accomplish goals, no matter what you do that, like Kendi said, it's just in God's hands, no matter how many right steps or trainings or preparing or plans that you do that your kids or your life or yourself will have different, um, different plans. And it doesn't matter who, whose plan it is. It only comes down to what God's plan is and trying to trust that process is easier said than done, whether it's sickness with my mother, you know, relationships with my brother and, and different things like that. You just have to trust that God has a plan and trust that process. Good job. I like that. Anybody else? I would say for me is being able to not do long distance with my boyfriend as we've been doing long distance for four years and I obviously don't want to do that and I've prayed about it and I'm just in a time of my life where I need to be in Missouri and my boyfriend needs to be like in Indiana and I just feel like maybe that's God's way of saying you guys aren't meant to be in the same state right now you're not meant to be seeing each other all the time and I've grown a lot in that and I've been able to reach some of my goals and he's been able to reach some of his goals so I feel like for me, that's, it's not what I want, obviously, but I, I'm better off because of it. And that was God's plan all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, this makes me think of going to college when I was like trying to pick my school. I was so lost, so confused, but I kept trying to like figure out where I was going without really listening to where God wanted me to go. I had a really bad relationship with my family. So I just wanted to be anywhere that was far. And the only school I would apply to in Missouri was Lindenwood. My parents forced me to apply there and I just wanted to be anywhere but here. And I think that my mom and I have joked that I tore my ACL purely because that was the way that God knew was going to get me to stay here. I would not have listened to him because I wanted to like write my own story and it just did not work at all. And that's not where I was supposed to be. And even when I came to Lindenwood my first year, I still applied to transfer my sophomore year and I was trying to still write my own story. And it took a really long time for me to come to terms with where God wanted me to be and to let myself flourish there. So that's a big one in my life that really stands out to me with this. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you tore your ACL. (laughs) Thanks, thank you. Okay, cool. Well, I and like um, my little like thing after I said that was like so basically all of you realize this like 
You don't need to push or worry about doing anything the right way. Um, God knows um, and has planned your pathway to growth. Um, focus on him and not what you you cannot control. I think that's something I've learned in this past two months. Um, of <laughs> my grandma, a boy who uh, I led to God, who I thought was supposed to be my husband, to not being able to being blocked on all things like God just kind of like ripping things out. Um, me going to a, a party and realizing like I'm upstairs dancing and I'm not downstairs. I'm not vibing with our old guy friends. And then this past weekend I went and uh, me and Kelsey hung out with whole new people. Was I nervous? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was and then back in an old scene where I used to not love myself or be happy with where I was in my life. And I was able to like rewrite my story because I am happy. I'm going with God. I'm not making myself blackout. So I don't remember the day. Like I remember everything I was doing. I was enjoying my friends. I got to bring Kels. I gained two new friends who just much like we might be drinking, but I was like, we were like talking about at one point I was talking to my new friend, like, oh, God took this way. But like, da, da, da. like we we're talking about God. Yes, was, was a little tipsy, which is not good. But I was able to rewrite a story where I was in the same location where I used to not be. So not just like, for me, I've been literally letting him take control. Like if he puts somebody new in my life, I talk to them. I don't say no to it, but I pray about it. And I just, he kind of, reminds me to like, listen to my gut. And that's kind of like, when I go back to this verse that I've been thinking about the, he must become greater and I must become less. Like I am not, I'm going to pray about it. And if any time my stomach feels weary or like uneasy about something, I don't do it. I think of an excuse to get out of it. But if I don't, if I feel like, oh, this might be fun or like, I feel okay about it. I go for it. And lately that's been kind of steering me in all the right ways. So yeah. Okay. Sorry. I went on a tangent, but it's fine. Okay. All right. So my next verse kind of like, it's just kind of like picking back off what you guys had wrote is Matthew 6, 3. Um, and all it is, it's very, it's very simple. Um, but it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and these things will be provided for you. And then continuing on to the next verse, 34, it's therefore don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Um, that second part of that, those two verses about don't worry about tomorrow, only focus on today. Um, I often think, I would idolize the future so much in trying to fixate on what tomorrow is that I wasn't putting God first and letting him take control. And as much as easy as that verse says, like, oh, don't worry. He's got it under control. He's going to take care of it. I, it's not the easiest thing to do. Um, and another you have to believe it. <clears throat> yes. And another one I think that I kind of like um, – it's Genesis um, 28, 15. And it says, 
look, I am here with you and I will watch you watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land or I will not leave you until I have done what I promised you. So like God is with us right by our side. He's not going to lead us in the wrong way. He has it planned. He does not want us to worry about tomorrow. He wants us to wake up, devote our day to him, think about him, and just go through those trials for that day. God gives us each day. And I don't, now I've kind of learned like, I'm the one that makes me feel like the world's ending, that I'm anxious because God doesn't put more than, doesn't put a roadblock or doesn't put the challenge of the day. I feel like he gives you one challenge of the day of like, you're going to have a Monday kind of day. He's going to give you that, but he's never going to say today on this Monday, you have to figure out your next 12 years of your life. And if you don't figure it out today, I'm disappointed in you. So that is kind of how that's that's because you're an instant gratification kiddo. Yes. Yes. We all are. Okay. You can buy it honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So with knowing that he is with me and that wherever I go, no matter what that maze brings, that if I just put him first and I let him walk with me that day, that tomorrow will come, but it's not going to come until we complete today. So that's yep. huge for me. Um, One day at a time. Yeah. So, and that kind of overall, like when we do fall, he will still be right next to you because we may not see where we are falling. We may not see where this next failure is going to lead us, but God knows like God has known about me not doing NFL and going to Arizona. Wish I would have, he told me like, you know, two years ago. No, because (laughs) I've learned and I've gained so much more like strength. And I think honestly, it's crazy. And kind of thinking about like, um, with going through my grandma and going through a breakup, I was so worried about like, well, how am I going to, well, when is she, when is her last day going to be? Well, what does my future look like if I'm now single? Like, is, is that like worrying about all those other things, but it took a crying in the car, listening to Sadie Robinson and someone telling me, make him greater, make yourself less because there's nothing I can do. I can't fix a boy who doesn't like me back. I can't fix my sick grandma. She's just going to be, it's going to be her. And that's how she is right now. But I literally, it took crying and feeling like I hit the lowest of lows to realize like, huh, well, I need to stop being selfish. I need to be a light for the people that are struggling and aren't seeing that because I'm okay. I'm healthy. I'm going to grad school. I got a good job. I got a car. I can take care of myself. And just like realizing that, like not letting my worries become an issue when that's not an issue at all. So, okay. Well, and I think sometimes too, sis, that when we're in relationships that we're so, whether it's husband, boyfriends, mothers, fathers, you start to asphyxiate kind of like what you guys mentioned earlier about, well, this person always has to be first. This person has to be happy. Um, and I think that, I think you lost track of that. We all do. I have for sure. And 
even in the many different marriage counseling and sessions that we've been in, it's not your spouse that's first. You can't make your spouse first. You've got to make God first in order for any relationship ever to work. And heck, I lose track of that sometimes in my current marriage. And that's hard. It's always got to be God first. So it's hard to do. It's easier said than done for sure. That's yeah. And then, okay. So, as it is easiest says done in First Peter, five, um, chapter five, verse seven, he says, "All you gotta do is give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you." Which that verse is so simple. It literally just says, "It's no, it's not trying to like read between the lines or like try to understand what it says." It literally just says, "Don't worry, He cares about you," which. Honestly, a lot of times in my life, I have a lot of relationships where I'm like, I'm so worried about how somebody feels about me or how somebody is going to pertain to me, things like that, when it doesn't matter what they think or who they think, because the only thing that honestly matters is when I do have to go, like, I do want to go to heaven and I do want to be able to go to heaven. I don't want to be nervous or anything like that. So. I need to not worry about everybody else because it doesn't matter if Sally Johnson doesn't like me. She has no per se if I get to go to heaven. That's right. So, yeah. So that's that. Um, so overall, like increase his time in um, his placement on the podium of her life. So like taking your worries and stress, like I was there for a while. Like, yes, I'd pray at night. But when I was going throughout my day and I was getting anxious or things like that, I would pick my phone up and I would call my boyfriend and be like, talk to him, let him fix everything. (laughs) But then I realized like putting over, putting the need of hearing somebody else telling me everything's going to be okay over just stopping, turning my music off, praying to God that. These are what's worrying me right now. Please take it. And I feel like I can feel weight lifted off my shoulders a lot more when I just stop, sit, and pray about it than relying on somebody else to tell me it's okay because they can't fix my problems either. Only he can. Um, so then, so like how I said that, so make our minor needs less and our worries less because God has planted us. And that brings me into my um, imagery that I'm about to give you guys. My grandma says this isn't doesn't make really that much sense, but I think <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Okay. Did you go over all this with your grandma? No, just this last part. And oh. she's because like, <laughs> like I basically like I'll explain where her concepts comes in. So basically, you're a plant. So plants they're what their biggest thing they need is light is the sun so aka god our sun we are the plant god is our sun and plants they don't run around and try to plant more of themselves they don't try to water themselves they can't they literally have to sit there stare at the sun hope there's good oxygen in the air. Like they literally only, they always focus on the sun. And then that's when God 
up there, make sure like they will have water. If they need water, they'll make it rain. If a gust of wind needs to go and the little (laughs) seeds fly away, they'll plant where they need to go. So yes, think of yourself like a plant where you're literally rooted in the ground and like wherever you are, like that's where you're rooted and you have to literally just sit there and say, all right, God, what's next? He may take a whole four weeks for you to find out if you're going to get a scholarship, if you're going to get into grad school, but you have to sit there and wait because when you sit there and fixate and worry, that's when the devil comes in and tries to like make you defeated, make you turn away. And then it just makes you slow. I feel like it kind of hinders your progression to that. So be a plant, look up to God and think less, make yourself less important. No, make yourself less, make other things less important and just really focus on God. My grandma said, you can't just sit there. You have to like do things to help God. Like, like I was like, that's not what I mean. She thought if you just sit still and don't move that I will take care of it. I'm like, no, but they'll understand. It's because I've sat there and told her to get up and do something her whole life. Not just. <laughs> yeah. I get what you came from. I get it. Yeah. Like so, so blow the wind and you've just got to let it blow you. That's you why can. you move. Yeah. Yes. Other than that, yes. you can't really hop in your pot. <laughs> yes. So like you just literally have to sit there and enjoy the sun in the beautiful world that you live in. And God will either water you, throw you away, or maybe someone will pick you and take you somewhere else. <laughs> so yeah, that's my imagery for the day because I thought of that verse and then I thought about plants. Oh, Kelsey's back. So yeah, is there, oh, Kelsey, I'll tell you my imagery. I just gave them. <laughs> so you are a plant. Buckle up, Kelsey. Come. <laughs> you are a plant. And for us, we have to make God greater in our lives. And the only thing that's greater in a plant's life is the sun. Because without the sun, well, they can't get their like photosynthesis, things like that, their life. So the plants, we just, they just sit there and they wait. They don't water themselves. They don't like pick themselves up and pop over here and put them, replant themselves. They wait for God to let it rain. They let God wait for them to bring a big gust of wind and their little seeds fly everywhere. And the one I just thought of, they pick, someone can pick them up and take them somewhere else. So For us to make God greater and make ourselves less, we need to think of ourselves as a plant in the ground. (laughs) Rooted in the ground. That was the good part. Rooted in the ground. Yes. Did you come up with that on yourself? Yeah. I'm very impressed. She passed it past grandma and she thought she was crazy. Yeah. I love that. Your grandma goes, you can't just sit there. You, you got to like do stuff with God. And I'm like, no, that's not what I mean. But I was like, well, I'm leaving it. And she goes, okay. I like that. Especially like the part where you just added at the end where someone could pick you up and take you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Cause like, if you, if you surround yourself with fellow believers, yeah, they'll take you where you're meant to go. 
Mm-hmm. And if you pick a flower or a plant out of the ground like that, it's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Got to stay rooted in God. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. So that's my little theory. So basically we need to increase his glory and then he will water us. So Good job. Yeah. I really yeah. like that. Thank you. But yeah, so this is going to happen. You guys, most Kelsey kind of knows. Um, this will happen every Tuesday. Um, and eventually, like, um, the person I really want to come on next is Kelsey's brother, Luke, um, because he would love that. I know. Because <laughs> my biggest thing for this was kind of my main goal was like make an environment that's kind of like open to everybody because like Luke has always made me not feel dumb when he like preaches or things like that, like sit. Um, she's really helped me with my, my relationship with God. Kelsey has been there since day one of high school, helping me get there and things like that. So like Sid and Kelsey, thanks for coming along. Special guests. My- thanks for having <laughs> me. <laughs> so, yeah. So like, I just want to be able to like share, hopefully more people will come, but if not, it's okay. But I just want to be able to like share with you guys, the people who've like, Helped me along with my relationship, um, things like that. Cool story for you too. Like my mom, I feel like I can help my mom get back to God because when I was baptized, well, not was baptized, when I got saved, I literally was saved and I turned around and my mom and stepdad were next to me being saved. So like, it's very, you don't really know how much you influence someone's pathway, um, my ex-boyfriend, Kai, like, I didn't know how much I influenced his pathway with God. Like with Sid, I told Sid, I'm like, I may not need to date this boy, but I, I have, I can't stop praying about him because he doesn't believe in God. And that really bothers me because he asked questions about it, but he doesn't believe in it. And it just bothered me. And I was like, I got I just got to keep praying. And then one day he's didn't text me back. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm going to Bible study. I texted Kelsey. I texted everyone. I was like, he's going to Bible study. So like, <laughs> it's you don't know what um, you can do to influence your life. Even when sometimes you're not in the best pathway, just the little parts that you bring God in, you can help somebody. So I just want to like take this Tuesday before we like end our night on a good note. Um, and then just be able to bring in people that I think have shared God in a really cool, interesting way. So Every other week, it'll be like someone coming in. And I'm even when I moved to Arizona, that's why I chose 8.30. Because when I'm in Arizona, it'll only be 7.30 for me. And like, I'll have like wow. class, classes and everything done. So, yeah. But thanks for coming. I hope you guys liked it. Um, it was good. Yeah. yeah. And next time, I'll Thank help. you, girls, for, for being such for supportive friends. <laughs> Many thanks for candy. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you. I'm so nervous. And hopefully next week I won't <laughs> talk so fast. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, great. Yeah, I love, I love it. it. We'll just keep making posts and we'll keep sharing them and we'll people to grow. Okay. Well, Kelsey, right. I'm I'm gonna embarrass you and I'm gonna make you pray because my heart's still racing and well, I deserve to pray because I was late and then I had to go and then I came back. So I'm the culprit. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. When you're ready. Okay. Dear God, thank you so much for this group of girls. And thank you so much for 
Sydney and Kenzie's mom and Kenzie that we could have this little time tonight with you. Um, thank you so much for Kenzie and everything um, that you've done through her already. And um, I pray that you continue just to help her pursue you and her mom and Cindy and me. Just help us to pursue you in everything we do and just to be a little plant in the ground and just let you water us and shine your light on us day in and day out. And please help us when we wake up in the morning just to focus on you and focus how we can um, live out our day for you, Father. And um, I pray for healing for those that are sick. And I pray for peace for those that are going through a lot. And we love you and we pray this in your great name. Amen. 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 All righty. Well, I'll see you guys if you can make it next Tuesday. And okay. if you want to share this with a friend.